0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Journey Through Time and Stuff. My name is Aaron, and it's just me. Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm the only one sitting in this room right now, and it's very strange. Um, in In fact, I'm all you got for the time being, as we're all trapped away in our own little domiciles, in our own kind of even more separated lives, um... This is the third attempt of me starting this podcast. I've uh, I, I got in here the first time I was just a little too high. Today is four twenty, and I was God, just a little bit too high to start the first time. Doubted myself too much. I got way too into my own self and uh, didn't let it be kind of free. And then the second time I started, it was forced. And I just blew my fuse like that. And garbage. Guys, I'm telling you. I am telling you. The second attempt was garbage. It was exactly what no one ever wants to have be part of a podcast. It, I felt douchey uh, doing it. Um, and so I took a break. I kind of recollected myself. I listened through the new intro a couple times because i knew you know that 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 was part of the okay that was that was a cool thing what you guys just heard in fact i'll play it again just because it's the first time here we go new intro song boom Yeah, that is it. Hello, welcome to another episode. See, that just fits so fucking well. It fits so good. Um, But yeah, I, I, I decided that uh, I had to do this. I had to get started podcasting again um, for you guys, for my own sanity, and for everybody else out there as well. You know, I, I was nervous about coming back and, and starting without another guest because honestly part of my big worry was what do I have to offer what am I really having that I give out to people and you know they they hear what do I have i just me but even though we hadn't re- released an episode in oh three months since we were doing them regularly um Actually, four months to the date because uh, the last episode we released was right after uh, Jason and Jada moved, um, which was twenty days ago, and I released that episode. That had been the first episode, basically four months, and um, we actually, I we had way more listeners. Oh, I had way more listeners. Uh, you guys, more of you listened than I thought would of after four months of not hearing a peep from us. Um, so, you know, I took that and decided I have to get in this. Man, I'm long-winded. This was my worry, rambling. Uh, I even texted with my buddy, Matt Helvey, who's been on the podcast. and he. I gave him advice to start his own solo. And then I texted him before this tonight going, hey, I am going to take my own advice and do it solo too. He said his first episode went okay, but he rambled, you know, and I'm worried about, look, at, I'm doing it again. Jeez, man. Okay, back to the point. Anyways. I sat down, I created a new artwork, which you guys would have seen with this episode coming out right now. When you're listening to this, you would have seen a whole new artwork for the show. I created that, got some feedback on it. People liked it. Boom, yeah. Okay, now I need to write a new intro song. The thing that everybody hears when they come in, it has to be me. It has to fit. Um, you know, the everything about it changed. I reached out to a few friends, um, got some feedback on what they thought the sound of a podcast my, this podcast should have been introing. And what you heard is what I took away from everything that was said to me. And, um, I played every part myself or programmed them myself because the keyboards and the drums, obviously, uh, you know, I don't have those things here, but other than that, everything you hear is me. And uh, no words. It's simple because you're gonna hear my words as soon as it's over. I wanted it catchy. I just think that people could get that rolling in their heads. Um, and uh, with kind of the space theme, the time and stuff theme, um, everything that you know, I got going. Um, my brother gave me the hint of making it a little spacey, so that's where the beginning comes in. That sound, I thought UFO, right? Hovering. that's what I thought, anyways, enough about that, enough about me, I feel like the nerves are settling, it's 420, I'm gonna, you know, I, like I said, I got a little bit too high before I started this, being 420, 420, 2020, um, is kind of nuts, pretty cool we get to live through it, so, I'm, you know, this is going out to everybody right now, and I'm having a little drink of beer for all you guys that may be having a beer when you're listening to this. Because that part about the podcast has not changed. You know, I'm I'm still carrying on that tradition of enjoying myself and having a little drink. All right, what's new with me? Okay, so today, today was an extraordinarily nice day here in Oregon. Um, and <laughs> I... Fixed. I sharpened and un uh, unbent, straightened, unbent. I unbent sounds funnier because then it also implies that it was actually bent to begin with. Lawnmower blade. Um, at my work today, I had to do some modifications and some tweaking to it because it uh, ate a shovel. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. I wasn't the one who hit the shovel. I was blamed for the shovel, but I wasn't the one who hit the shovel. Um, but I, I straightened the blade, brought it home and I was like, man, it's a nice day outside. So mow the, mow the lawns. They needed it. The lawnmower had been down due to bent blade. Um, so I took then unbent blade reattached. He said lawnmower and I'm off going enjoying my first beer of the night. I'm on my third right now. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I've been home for almost four hours, almost four hours. And I'm, only just barely cracked my third beer right before I started this, Um, which is good because I've been worrying about with more isolation, more staying at home, (laughs) I would start drinking more, but I've been pretty good. I've been pretty good. Anyways, man, look at me rambling again. Okay. Okay. Lawnmower. Mowed the lawn. Found out two things. One, the lawnmower with a sharp blade is such a fucking difference from a lawnmower with a dull blade. Regardless of bentness or not. And I also realized that the sharpness that you get on a lawnmower blade, they're like, yeah, we don't want it to like, you know, be able to slice paper, but spinning at the high speed, it knocks the grass over, tears the grass. Well, I realized if you put an actual edge like a, you know, somewhere between a nice sharp hatchet and a butcher knife edge on a lawnmower blade. Um, it no longer is knocking the grass over. It is like ninja blading a tomato in the air to the grass. The effort to push it becomes easier. Like it almost, it actually blew my fucking mind. It, it was really crazy. Um, the other cool thing was, is that it was warm and, you know, we have dogs and dog poop occurs. It accumulates. It, it almost as if dog poop grows out of the ground, not falls through out of the sky onto the ground. We accumulate so much dog poop in our house. We have three over hundred pound dogs. Um, and that has not changed. That was one cool thing. When Jason and Jada moved Tundra, who has been part of this family forever moved, but we got another dog with our new roommate moved right back in. I'll be back. I'll be, I'll go to that in a second. I don't want to get off the, this dog poop outside thing. With the weather being so nice lately, I realized what I missed about the summertime, more than the sun, more than the hot weather, more than the less rain, more than all that stuff was dry dog poop. That's the best. When you especially if you have big dogs, they poop in the backyard. We don't get to it right away, you know, because it's in our yard. Um and normally during the winter months, how it's been for the last oh six, seven months here. Um, the poop never dries and it's always just kind of moist, mushy when you have to scoop it up and, you know, throw it over the fence, throw it, uh, into the dog poop corner, throw it into the compost, throw it into the recycling, throw it into the trash, wherever you guys do with your dog poop. Um, you know, the sun, the summertime when it's hot, when it's 70 degrees out when the sun's been beaten down all day with no clouds in front of its face. The moisture just gets eviscerated, sucked out of, con- confiscated. We, the sun sends its radiation in the form of heat towards our planet, and it confiscates the moisture from poop and makes it easier to shovel. I like that. That's what I enjoyed about today uh, amongst the sharp blade. Man, I had a lot of... <sighs> Now that I'm thinking about it, I had a lot of really cool things happen. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll get to the. I'll, okay, okay, I'll get to the dog and our new roommate in a second. The new dog and the new roommate. The other cool thing that happened to me today. Um, so after I after I mowed the lawn, after I picked up the dog poop, uh, still in my work clothes, you know, because I was going to get dirtier after a full day of work, which I am still working through the pandemic, through everything, you know, I'm. Technically considered essential, I'm maintenance. I work on fleet vehicles from for our company and other people's cars. So, uh, I'm still luckily one of the ones that's full time still going through this, which helps because Beth is no longer full time or anywhere close to it. I know um, even our roommate it doesn't have any work right now. You know they're both hosts, waitresses in the service industry, managers of restaurants. Um, you know both of them were doing that and. It, um, yeah, it's hurting a lot of people, you know, we're lucky we're kind of keeping a little bit above ground, uh, you know, but that's what it is. Anyways, I got home today after, after doing that, I had a, you know, had a nice little finish my beer from, uh, mowing the lawn and smoked a little bowl with my girl and got, I got to get in the shower pre podcast shower. Right. So of course grab a second beer. Uh, go into the shower to do the that that wonderful thing that happens when you do drink a beer in a shower, um, which is you enjoy the fuck out of that beer in the shower. Um, I uh I I made a little error, you know. I'm washing uh myself, doing my regimen, uh, washing my head, getting all. I I I use dish soap in the sour shower dish dish, dish soap in the shower. Uh, to take off the grease from work because it cuts grease way better than any body wash, any old spice, any, anything like that. Dish soap, Dawn detergent. It even says hand soap on it, but you grab Dawn dish detergent, says hand soap. Use that if you're mechanics, if you get grease on you, if you get dirt, you know, any car grime, anything like that. Dawn dish soap takes it right off, doesn't irritate your skin, it's not harmful. Uh, and the apple stuff smells really good. So I used that. Uh, in combination with my body wash, Uh and then I put some amazing coconut oil conditioner special shit that Beth has uh in the shower. I steal that when she's not knowing about it, take a little dab of that, and I put it in my beard because it's oh so nice. So I'm doing that, letting it sit in there for one to three minutes, as recommended per the back of the bottle. And... um look up at the top shelf of in the shower of our little caddy corner caddy thing uh and see my beer sitting there and i go oh hey there bear hey there beer you, you're looking pretty nice voodoo ranger because that's what i'm drinking is voodoo ranger and it looks back over at me because there's even a little guy on the thing and he's wearing sunglasses and a hat and he just goes i've been i've been waiting i you, you forgot about me you you got into your beard and left me hanging i said oh i'm so sorry guy well my beard is now fine it's chilling the coconut oil conditioner's moisturizing thing is working it's work into the work the the what it does and i guess i will have a a drink of you and so i grab it still nice and cold and condensation's dripping down it from you know the temperature difference between the inside of the can and the air temperature the fog in the shower because i I like it foggy. I don't turn a fan on. No, I make it hard to see. Um, that makes adds more excitement. And I go to grab, take a drink, and, you know, uh, I don't leave out my mustache when I condition. And being in the shower, it's hanging down. And I take a nice big old drink of beer, and all I taste at, or off the bat, is coconut oil conditioner, which doesn't taste anything like coconut oil itself no no it doesn't and um beer foams up more in your mouth when conditioner is in your mouth and um yeah it it, i'm letting that image pick like formulate pop into your heads to um I'm also hating the fact that that happened, and I just admitted that, that that happened. That's a little weird of myself. Anyways, when I was done with it, I deal with dry skin on the top of my head. I shave my head. Uh I keep my hair no guard, buzzer short, or bicked to the skin. And uh when you don't have hair, your head drives out a lot more. I uh, deal with also a little bit of dry skin uh right, right on the top of it when my beard meets my face. Uh, That area gets a little dry sometimes, uh, and so I've been looking at ways to dry, to to cure the dry skin, and uh, I attempted, uh, I tried for the first time today, baby oil, baby oil, didn't even think of it, didn't even think it was a thing, but I was on some beard groups and bald head groups, uh, because we support each other like that, follically challenged, individuals um and some guys were talking about the dry head and i um you know they they said baby oil felt a little strange looking at baby oil with a picture of a baby on it in a shower that's a full-grown man about to apply it to myself but i did it right as after i dried off it said the for best moisture hydrating i don't know my i tell you what i smell good I smell really nice right now. I can I can still smell it, and I I can't tell it. The, the The real test is in the morning, when I wake up in the morning, uh to see if my head's dry through the night. <sighs> this is weird, guys. I'm sorry if I'm rambling. It's it is strange to be sitting in here by myself. Um, I spent three years with a co partner, for any ideas, any lull, any uh. Bouts of getting self-conscious any any slow in the the pace of the show, uh, I was able to bounce that off of uh, tr- distribute the weight evenly of that burden between me and another person. and whew, now I'm in here alone. And I realize most of the time I'm uh, had my eyes closed just now talking to you guys, which is weird. Uh, strange just kind of sit in a room and just talk to yourself out loud with your eyes closed. Um, but then I imagine that you, I'm not talking to, uh, you know, necessarily to myself. I'm talking to you guys, even though there's no one here, which kind of feels like I'm talking to an imaginary friend that I imagine will listen to it someday or is even listening to it now, but doesn't sit there. That's a little weird too, huh? Yeah. Um, how are you guys <clears throat> dealing with, uh, being by yourselves if you are? I'm interested to know, um, you know, as we go through this, I'm podcasting, I'm doing that. I enjoy the fuck out of conversations, man. I've had some great conversations with people on the phone, uh, uh, you know, even just in passing with masks on in a store, people are definitely more eager for a little more human connection. It's funny how a month or two of this and, uh, people, people just, yeah. Yeah what we take for granted huh I don't want to talk about covid too much you know I want to talk about some of the effects personally about me that I'm having and things that we're dealing with but um I don't I, it's so beaten in man everybody's hearing about it everybody's keeping up to date or at least the ones who th- actually under, worry about it um you know uh, w- want to stay ahead of this thing the best they can um we're just so inundated with with this conversation that I don't really want to stress a lot of it um but oh man that noise got better i'm still learning this everything got moved in here i'm rocking a new computer everything's a little different and uh cords are a fickle a fickle monster um so i'm not going to deal with covid too much um but yeah separation is weird man being being isolated you know i i i work and i spend most of my time isolated anyway uh in wor- my work but i don't have to i never thought about having to keep myself that way um and it's diff you know it's interesting now before i spent a lot of time talking to a customer you know now customers don't want to spend time talking to me which don't get me wrong it's kind of nice not having to deal with customers as much but at the same time sometimes you get some really cool customers sometimes you talk to them they give you a tip they give you beer they they uh give you weed um you learn a cool thing you make a new friend you know i've gotten uh gone disc golfing with people that you know turn out to be a, were in for started out as a customer of mine you know the it's it is very strange the the separation thing Um, the other thing that I've noticed, especially, you know, in the last 20 days for me, um, is the, the lack of, uh, masculine, uh, uh, how do I say this? The, 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 basically the lack of another dude always in my life. Um, you know, I had always had a place where I could turn two and not have to worry about being judged for being too masculine, being aggressive, being anything like that. Um, hugs are felt different. Uh, when you say, I love you to a man and a man says, I love you back. Um, is a different feeling. I think it releases dopamine and serotonin di- or, you know, chemicals in your brain differently than it does when you significant other, uh, says it to you a platonic male versus you know or a a platonic person of the same sex i I would imagine maybe females when a when a when a, a female and a friend say i love you to each other i'm sure that kind of feeling of love is different than if a male counterpart uh significant other were to talk that to the female i imagine it'd be different but I think because of part of the stereotypes of masculinity in general, the negative stereotypes, everything like that, the, a hug and embrace from a man to another man. And like, even an, I love you whispered in the ear, that feeling is something else, man. It, it, there's a level of camaraderie that can never be achieved from a hug and an I love you in the ear from a female. Like it, it, Oh, it it just can't. I don't think that chemically they relate. I don't think that is it the same. And since Jason's moved, I haven't had that because we were here. We were we were you know we were all isolating together. We all lived within ten feet of each other. Like there was no getting apart from each other in the house. So we just treated it as as we're one family, same as kids. You, well, we, no, none of us looked out of that that way. Just I'm saying like parents with their kids, you know, you're still hugging your kids. You're not isolating and telling them six feet. You all live in the same house. You know, I, I would hope none, none of you are doing that. If you have kids, I couldn't imagine you're not. Um, but we did the same thing, you know, so we were hugging all the time. We hugged them the fuck goodbye April 1st when they drove out of here. Like, you know, we were we were hugging. We were crying. We were wiping our noses on it like, you know around uh snot and heads and others heads and maybe on back of shirts a little bit and definitely in hair and in my beard and you know it was it was everywhere man and um since that point nothing not a hug oh oh i had this moment though last friday uh no, maybe last Wednesday. Yeah, because I had to go to work the next day. So it was it was Wednesday or Thursday of last week. Uh, I did a four inch lift on a guy's Bronco, ninety three Bronco, the OJ Bronco, but it was green, not white. Same 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 exact fucking Bronco. Um, y'all can picture it. You anyway, know, I did a four inch lift on it, so the guy could fit. Actually, I took it from stock to probably the height of OJ's Bronco when he drove it. Just it was green. That was probably the only difference. Um, and, uh, he's a, a tractor mechanic, Hi- hydraulic industrial tractor. Me- so he does something heavy duty stuff. Doesn't really work on cars, but he's a mechanic. I could tell because when he came to pick it up at the end of the day, he was greasy like me, except for right around his hands where he would wear rubber gloves. Um, and his hands are clean. And then he had dirt rings right around his wrists and dirt all the way up his forearms. And I was like, yeah, this guy with wrenches. Uh, I could tell. And he came to pick it up and instinctively I reached out to handshake and I pulled my hand back. He goes, hey, man, it's all right. We both have enough chemicals in our skin. There's nothing living there right now. And I went, yeah, good good call, man. And so that was the first handshake I had had in like 15 days. I touched hands to hands with a stranger and just shook a hand. little reckless, I know. We were both wearing masks, but um, no, I shook that fucking hand. And, and he was cool about it. We embraced. That felt nice. Uh, we didn't hold on for too long but we held on for a little longer than normal um which man i tell you what as it happened i felt good i felt a fucking amazing charge from grabbing another person's hand and just saying hey we're we're all in this together man and i think that's you know i I hear people talking about handshakes. Look at me talking about COVID again. I guess it's kind of impacted everybody and it's, it's full force, isn't it? It's out in everyone, all, everyone's lives. It's in everyone's minds. It's out there. Um, you know, I, um, I hear people talking, handshakes may never come back again. I say, man, I I could not imagine. I was raised as a handshaker. My dad made sure handshakes were a thing. Like, you shake a hand. And a person who shakes a good hand back is someone that you can trust. A limp handshake, nothing. You can't trust that. You know, I understand people give them. They don't understand that they're giving that when they give it. But a strong handshaker understands when a weak handshaker isn't giving a handshake that's strong. I hope I'm not being ma- mean to anybody. Um, oh, but, okay. Back to where we're at. Back to the new thing. I talked about this earlier. I have brought it back full circle. Go me, go Aaron. Solo casting, dealing with everything. Uh, sitting in a room by himself, staring at paintings that we painted. Um, you know, the only thing that's new is I have a giant ass tapestry, uh, which maybe I'll take a picture of me in front of the tapestry for all to see. See what I did there? I just fucking rhymed. Uh, It's a big giant space tapestry with a planet, some mountains, uh, a landscape, uh, some nebula. uh, You can see a galaxy. You can see a galaxy dust, spiral dust in the air. Um, It's cool. You're like on a planet looking at another planet orbiting you or in really close proximity with a very small planet, maybe a moon. Uh, about a seventh of the size of it, orbiting it, which visually looks stunning. But uh, I don't think the physics of bodies, interstellar bodies that close to each other, uh, would allow... I don't think that would be allowed. I I think that some stuff would crash. Uh, Planets would uh, interlock uh, orbits eject each other out of orbit uh it would be chaos uh for the planet yeah man i'm rambling again see okay right here's what's happening right now take a big breath i started getting uh as i was rambling about my tapestry my mouth kept talking about the tapestry, but my, my brain was going, okay, Aaron, where are you going next? Where are you going next? You just lost it. You lost all train of thought. And then I started getting worried that to you guys, it was sounding like I lost myself. So I got more worried about that. And then I just, I almost just stopped talking. because I, But I didn't want to lose the pace. I'm just still trying to be accustomed to this. Um, but <sighs> recirculate back to oh our new roommate so we have a new roommate that's amazing uh she is a co-worker of beth's uh wonderful young woman a uh, few years younger than us fits right in stoner video gamer uh you know <sighs> dog lover it's perfect it's it's absolutely perfect likes to eat meat isn't some weird you know, all vegan plant, any, any animal product, you know, she's one of those people uh, from a small town like we are. Uh, She's from Oregon, but small town like us in Kasilof, in Alaska. Um, No, everything works well. And she has a dog, Hank, who's a 10, almost 11 year old uh, male German shepherd. Uh, Such a good boy. Oh, he is the best good boy. Like, I I imagine a lot of you guys have good boys. In fact, I have a good boy. Uh, I have a Brutus, and he's a good boy. Um, and Hank is a superbly good boy. He is also in the category of, like, all-time good boys. I like it. Um, he listens well. He talks. He's a speaker. Ooh, 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 ooh. He does all that. He loves to play. Um, and... He's 10, almost 11, so he doesn't have, it. he has like the old dog wiseness where he's been around the block. He knows when it's playtime, but he also knows when it's done time. He doesn't push any buttons too far. Uh, he likes to cuddle. He likes his head scratches. Uh, yeah, man. He's just an all around good dog. Gets along with our dogs. Uh, you know, I, he was alpha in his place. Um, Kina, as far as our dogs went, was alpha in our house, so they kind of had a little thing. You know, she's a 9, almost 10-year-old female, uh, and he's a 10, almost 11-year-old male, and they were both alphas. The lucky thing was is both of them, well, Kina knew that I was her alpha, but Hank recognized that as well. Um, there was no dominance thing. He was instantly compliant with orders like from me being something that mattered he could tell the other dogs listened immediately when I spoke uh and I have a more I, I, I have a very good dog domineering presence I've I I've understood for a long time how to present myself to animals to uh show authority in my movement in my my posture in my gaze um man I'm nervous why am I nervous I have done 140 something episodes before this episode I've talked forever um and I'm nervous right now I feel it in my chest my shoulder like okay I'm gonna take a drink of beer um it's funny because I have all of these you know sound effects and I it's weird to want to play any of them it's weird to want to play any of them I don't know if I will uh, I'm going to give myself a round of applause. You are uh, 32 minutes into this podcast of me rambling. Hopefully, I'm making sense. Hopefully, this isn't too dull. I um, see. I talked about Hank, a good boy. Oh, so the most fun I've had in literally over a month because uh, it's 20 days since our roomies left in the last week leading up to that. It was fun but also dreadful at the same time because, uh, you know, they were leaving, man, and it was something that we all hated to see and we could all tell. But the most fun I've had uh, Sunday, yesterday, four nineteen. we uh, have some close friends who have been also distancing, staying home, self-isolating as much as possible, um, you know, being super cautious. Uh, just as we have, and we were talking and we're like, guys, we need, we need to see each other's faces. Like this is becoming a thing that, you know, we understand, you know, we're not going to go over and hug each other. But what we decided was to do a conscious distanced cocktail party, cocktail hour. And so we drove over to their house. We brought all of the things that we would touch our drinks we drove up, we walked up to their back gate. It was left cracked open. We kicked it open with our feet, walked in, didn't touch anything, closed. We were in their backyard, never went in their house, walked down into their backyard. They had a nice thing set up. They had four chairs that were on one side of a table and like 10 feet away were other chairs. And there's a table and a fire pit between us. And, uh, we sat down and we stayed in our chairs and they kind of came out of the house once we were already in there and then they sat in their chairs and we just had fun and, you know, poured ourselves drinks from our cooler. They had drinks that they made themselves and we all kind of shared in just a nice kind of camaraderie out in a backyard on a beautiful Sunday, sunny Sunday afternoon uh, and social distance drinking was what we called it, social distance drinking. SDD. Social, social distance, SDCP. You could do social distance cocktail party. That's another acronym. Um, you know, but it was nice. It felt really good. I missed not being able to hug them when we left. Um, but we got laughs. We got to look at each other's eyes and tell stories and, and talk shit and banter and, and r- rouse each other up and play with dogs. And man, it was, You know, it was a good time. I guess that's the only distancing rule we broke was they had their dogs out. We made sure not to touch them, but we touched their dogs. Now, none of us, you know, we're all careful. We all know we washed we Clorox before we got there. Uh, We did all that shit. Um, But, yeah, you know, they have floof balls, and they're good boys, too. We wanted to play. So that was fun. Um, Another big thing, since we haven't talked uh in forever um is I got snakes and this is something that I don't think you guys know about um because I haven't it's been four months since since I've podcasted and told anybody, but we got some motherfucking snakes. Dun, 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 dun. Sorry, I had to take another hit of weed. Um uh, man, yeah, so We rescued two ball pythons. Um, They were extremely undersized when we got them. For being two years old, approximately, is what the guess age is. (coughs) Um, But they were, you know, uh, I guess an average male. They're both male, (coughs) from what we can tell. (coughs) Excuse me, everybody. From what we can tell, they're both male. And so... Um, their tail shapes head shapes sloping back all that represents what uh, the morphic resemblance bodies for male p- ball pythons should look like um, they're not any special color or you know they're not pastels or anything like that they're just kind of your run-of-the-mill beautiful looking uh, snakes anyway um, a, a, an average male two-year-old ball python should be about 500 grams which is like a pound and, I don't know, 1.1, 1.2 pounds, something like that. Um, and when we got them, man, you know, they said they were about two years old. One snake was like 100 grams, and the other one was like 90 or 80 grams. Crazy. They're, they were so small. and It's sad, you know. And their their habitats, you know, the other thing was is, is they were growth- Repressed because, um, both of them, you know, and apparently they're from the same mom. They came in the same hatch. Um, ooh, one's even out right now because I have them in the podcast room and I've been talking in here for a while and, uh, our big snake is coming out and looking around, man. Anyways, so, you know, we got them. Uh, they both had stuck sheds they were both extremely underweight they had been living in the same habitat and they're 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 not social creatures you know ball pythons especially the in the python family um more than other snakes i know there are a few other snakes gardener snakes and uh sand snakes and a couple other snakes that can live together and it not hurt them but for the most part uh, they're you know they're not social creatures they are in fact uh yeah what the fuck am I trying to say? Solitary. God, my brain. See, I worry about that so much. If I would have had a co-host right there, you guys were going solitary. It's, it's solitary. I heard you. I heard you. And I said it, man, our big snake is out crawling around like crazy right now. He's crawling out from up. He's up on top of the log. It is so cool to see them happen about anyway. So we got him I soon realized, as soon as I got them, that they were not living in the right conditions. Uh, they were not on a 12-hour day and night schedule. They were on a kind of a weird kind of quasi all-day schedule, which is okay if you have the lighting correct, which they didn't have the lighting correct. Um, man, he's up on top of a log getting some heat. It is awesome. Um, but, so separated them, got another tank, put the big one, the bigger of the two, which we name Big Snake. I know, or Snake Snake. Um, and then the smaller one, guess, drumroll, Little Snake. That's right, Big Snake and Little Snake. Or Snake Snake. Uh, my mom calls the big one Bubba, even though she's never met him. She just called the big one Bubba. So that's a name that could be. Uh, there's Boop Snout. Um, there's uh, uh, Ground uh, slither serpent thing, um. No, that that's not a name. I'm just rambling again. But got them. They got eating regularly. Uh, got their humidity in check. Got their environment in check. Got the amount of water in check. Um, and they have grown so much. Um, you know, since we we got them in January, so it's been four months basically since we got them. Uh, big snake is now almost 200 grams. So he's basically doubled in weight and, uh, the small one has gained about 60 grams. He didn't eat for like three weeks. We weren't sure why just wouldn't take mice. Uh, you know, not showing any weird signs, uh, you know, stays in his hide like he's supposed to, uh, big snake is the cool snake, little snakes, kind of like the timid, uh, I'm gonna st- like do my own thing, Timothy, uh, or no, not Timothy McVeigh, not Timothy Leary, um, uh, Unabomber Kaczynski, Ted, the Theodore Kaczynski, Ted Kaczynski, not Tim, God, Ted Kaczynski. Our, yeah, little snake is like a Ted Kaczynski kind of hides out in a cabin in the corner all the time, doesn't come out much, doesn't like to come out. Big snake goes out all the time, uh, wanders around. You know, checks his watch, checks the mail, picks up, reads the Sunday paper, especially likes the comics Garfield relates, um, loves lasagna. Does that make sense? Am I going anywhere with that? I'm, t- I'm trying to figure out how to let my stream of consciousness that I would usually have uh, come out verbally in a way that isn't uh the monotony that runs in my head but more of kind of a focused streamlined thing for you all um but yeah I don't know uh other than that that's kind of everything new been doing some more gaming uh oh I played so for all you Xbox gamers out there I think this is on PC too actually um if you're a PC gamer or Xbox gamer um I played arguably the best game I've ever played uh, as just kind of a run through uh, role playing game. Uh, It's called Outer Wilds. I highly recommend this game. Um, It's not a shoot game, it's not a kill game. Uh, It is kind of like a puzzle game, it is an action game, it is uh, a role playing game. There's a storyline. Uh, there's m- multiple endings. Uh, you can break time. You can time travel. You, uh, you're in outer space. You're an astronaut. You can land on comets. You can dive into the sun. Uh, but you die. Uh, you can go through black holes. You pop out of white holes. Uh, you, you, you're, uh, a new, a relatively new civilization in the, solar system that you're in and there was an ancient civiliz- civilization long ago that uh, is an, a mystery to your n- new modern young kind of proto-civilization um, and you're an astronaut that has to go discover what is happening in your solar system and why it's weird and uh, you die every 22 minutes <laughs> it is the most it is the bu- is beautiful it is brilliantly written the attention to detail is impeccable the the little f- follow through jokes the storylines the conversation the banter uh the easter eggs the oh the 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 paradoxes the the amount of uh uh, co- uh the the thought of from the writers and developers that had to go into uh, paying attention to real physics, real flight dynamics, orbital geometry, um, uh, uh, what weightlessness fe- must feel like, what boost, how sound travels. Um, the game is musical. It is beautifully musical. It has wonderful sounds. The sound effects are great. Um, it is It is scary. It is terrifying. It is heart-wrenching. Uh, you deal with death you deal with yourself dying dealing with other people uh, it is arguably one of the best games if not the best game i've ever played uh, outer wilds not the outer worlds it is not like fallout new vegas it is not one of those type of games is if you if you're playing a game and you have to make your own character you're not playing the right game outer wilds is the game And it's fucking amazing. Um, I also started playing Ark uh, Survival, which is crazy to start out as like a proto-human around dinosaurs and have to evolve through basic stone tools to... You know, now I have a... a, I figured out gunpowder and I'm in the Stone Age and I'm starting to make irrigation out of stone and clay and... Uh, build wood houses and figure out stairs and uh, eventually i think you can you know i see mech dinosaurs i don't understand i don't understand i've never heard the hype about the game i only heard that it's a game that uh is incredibly difficult and long uh to play and it sounded just like it's right up my alley difficult and long uh that's how i've been described by my beautiful girlfriend uh difficult and long and I'm not talking dirty, you guys. I'm 6'8", I'm okay? I'm a long human. Uh, they were making jokes at our social, day, our social distancing drinking party yesterday that uh, if anybody had a question of if they were too close to each other, all I had to do was lay down on the ground, and that gave them the perfect distance to stay apart is one errand uh, per government recommendations. So for all you wondering out there, one me laid down on the ground is the perfect distance to stay apart from each other. Yep. Um, so gaming. Gaming's been a big one. Beth's been playing games a lot. Uh, Marcy plays games a lot. Uh, it's a fun household of gaming and bantering and trash TV. Um, oh, the TV show. I didn't even think of talking about the TV. Okay. I'm, I'm, I I'm. think I've enjoyed myself. I've done this for almost an hour. I've talked for almost an hour. I don't know if this is too long for just a guy by himself Uh, I don't think it is because Bill Burr does an hour, Uh, you know, Chris D'Elia does an hour, Theo Vaughn does an hour. Uh, They all do their kind of solo podcasts. I love them all, and they talk for like an hour, and I think it works, and I'm right about there right now. I don't feel bad about this. I feel like I've really achieved kind of what I set out to do was feel it. Uh, I felt nervous. I felt self-conscious. I felt scared. Uh, like I said, this, this this is the third try. Uh, the other two I deleted right away. I was fed up with them. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is this listenable? I'll listen back. I'll criticize myself. Uh, I would like you guys to as well. Anybody listening to this, uh, send me feedback. Is this something that you could listen to? Uh, obviously, I'll get better at not rambling so much. Obviously, my train of thought. Uh, not being a day of that's 4:20 in itself, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be able to focus. Maybe I talk about a little less. I also kind of felt compelled to catch everybody up a little bit on me, what the podcast is, how it looks, uh, where we're going from here. Um, you know, I I I think about these things. I worry about these things. I worry about your happiness and the content and your experience in this. I want to help provide the best i can uh leave me some feedback guys um i you know i would like to hear it um facebook's great time journey through time and stuff on facebook we're there uh leave feedback on the episode dm me personally um you know call our podcast uh hotline number 971 uh fuck 801-8378, 801-8378. I think that's what. Vest 971. 971- oh, I can play the hotline number. Here it goes, guys. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll bring a guitar into this mix. But, uh, Okay, this we got to make this rem- like it needs to be drilled into the heads. 971-801 Vest. This baby. is Jason's beautiful For voice. All of You crazy. Yeah. He's not here, but this uh, needs. A lot of these commercials will always exist. It could be something like a. Listen to this freestyle. This is part of the genius of this man, and he will forever be gone, but his voice lives on. That's my horrible guitar playing. Okay, I like that. Nine seven one eight zero one five. Nine seven one motherfucking eight oh one Vest holy shit we did it We got a motherfucking toll-free line and it's the shit uh nine seven to that one. words of Vest bitches come and call us There you go. Jason himself can give that uh, advice there. Um Yeah, call me Leave a voicemail. I'll play it on the show. If you don't want to hear it, don't say just don't play this on the show and I won't play it on the show. It's that easy. Uh, even though, the maybe I gotta leave a new outgoing message because the last one says if we'll play it, if you leave it, I don't want, yeah, I'll change the outgoing message too. So yeah, we have that. You, uh, you can email me time and stuff pod at gmail.com. I think is my email i'll pull that up right now yep time and stuff pod all one word all lowercase at gmail.com email there uh you know facebook us we're on twitter uh we're on instagram i'm gonna try and post pictures and do more content for you guys uh through this as i figure out how i want to what i want this podcast to turn into you know I want to still have guests. I'm going to still have people over. Uh I, I may even end up adding a co-host at some point in time. I haven't decided that yet. Um kind of depends on the feedback I get from you guys and what you want to hear, you know. Um if you think I'm a, I'm tolerable, tolerable, it's to, toler. <sighs> If you guys can tolerate me um, by myself, that's awesome. If um, if you think, ah, oh, the banter was cooler, the jokes were cooler, maybe more commercials, uh, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is. Yeah, only talk if you have a guest, you know, hear more about other people, not about you. Hey, more about you. If you guys have questions for me, may, I'm going to start trying to do polls on Instagram for the podcast. And, you know, like, would you rather what is people's favorite things? Um, you know, share to tell your friends. Yeah. Okay. I'm done pounding myself. Uh, done rambling. I'm done abusing you guys. I'm going to go hold my snakes. Uh, I'm going to go smoke a bowl with my friends and, uh, I'm going to publish this podcast and, uh, suppress my the part of me that tells me I'm a failure uh, and wait for me to succeed no push me to succeed and wait for yeah I'm gonna work on not feeling like such a failure Uh I think maybe that's something that us being here this whole time uh, all alone well man I I don't know that okay well, I love you all no shit uh drive like you know each other gargle balls all that fun stuff